Welcome to the Straight to the Point podcast. Hi, my name is Bo Crable. I am an Amazon seller investor, and I've been lucky enough to be mentored by several millionaire business icons at a very young age, and I took action on their advice. This podcast is all about providing you with the right knowledge to succeed in the online retail business and grow your personal wealth to your maximized potential. Let's get right into it. Are gold diggers an issue? Now, it's, uh, actually I actually had someone on Instagram, I've had several people on Instagram ask me this question, and now this is going to be not really an educational content-related episode, but I'm going to try to implement this in a way so you can actually get a lot of lessons learned out of this. Now, I've been in a lucky situation that I've grown up quickly, I'm 20 right now, and I would say I'm a very good person to kind of explain situations on this, on people really taking advantage of you. Because what I've noticed is that when you're making money at a young age, especially, now overall, if you're making money, this will happen, but I think especially at a young age, there's people out there that will assume because you're young, you're not smart, and they know they can probably take advantage of you. So now I'll talk about the gold diggers, and then I'll talk about um, at where I'm t- just mentioned there right later. So are gold diggers an issue? What I would say is that gold diggers can be an issue for people, right? I mean, I'm young, I'm making money, but I don't really flash my money around. I would say if you want to attract gold diggers, you're going to do it, right? I think the only way that people, and I don't really like using the word gold diggers because the issue that I that it has, actually the term, it's always for girls, right? It's like, okay, a girl is talking to a guy just because he has money. And I would say in my experience, being 20 years old, I've been online for about two and a half years now, really have gained a lot more popularity recently, and especially over the last year, I've become more well-known. I would say that dudes, and I'm not saying like dudes that were like me for my sexuality or like not at all, I'm, not, I'm saying just men, male, people people who want to make money and stuff like that will be more of a leech than anything else. Because the reason why someone will call someone a gold digger, right, a girl, is because they're looking to leech off of the dude. I've seen, or just for financial, right, they want to get money out of it. I've seen more dudes, more boys, males, try to be leeches and be friends with me, partnerships with me, talk to me just because I have money. Way more. And I've seen this on ages of people that are around my age, a little younger, and 40, 50, 60-year-old men that talk to me, want to become business partners, all this stuff, because I have money. So and it's actually kind of funny. I hang out with more girls than guys now because of this. I really, um, it was pretty bad for me for a while, for about six months. And this is when things were going amazing. It was around, it was summer of 2018 and I spent a lot of time because when I dropped out of college I was in uh, the state of Washington for a little bit where I grew up and then I actually got really tired of Washington and I was making a lot of money I was making money for a while but I just want to get out of Washington so I actually in the holiday season I decided not to see my family for the month it was December 10th to January 10th I lived in Santa Monica it's literally maybe a 500 square foot apartment it was like 3400 bucks um, for that month and but you're just paying for the view is literally right on the Santa Monica beach like the pier you could be in I could be in my bed 
and get to the pier in walking distance, or if I was jogging, I could probably get to the pier in, if I timed it, probably 90 seconds, um, but you could see the pier right from, it, it, beautiful place. However, I went to Santa Monica because um, I just want to get out of the Washington weather. And then after Santa Monica, I actually lived with my mentor of mine, which um, you may have already heard about her. I talk, I talk about my YouTube and emails and stuff like that. And I've been in my events, Steve Zakowski, um, my very first mentor. I lived with him in Utah from right after that until April 30th. And then April 30th, I was tired of the uh, the bad weather in Utah. It's literally snowing on April 30th. And I'm a vegan, so I like to... I like vegan food. So I saw there was a, a couple of vegan fests going along because it was spring. So there was a vegan fest in uh, Florida. So I went down to Florida. There was a, oh man, I forgot the city. I first went to Miami because I had some suppliers in Miami. So I went to Miami and then got all the way down. Oh man, I can't think of it. It was Sarasota. It was Sarasota, Florida. And there was a vegan fest going on. And there was another one going to New York, but I didn't go to it. And there was one in Phoenix, but I couldn't go to it either. But then I decided there was one in San Diego, and I decided to actually stay in San Diego for longer. So I stayed in San Diego for a couple of weeks, went to that vegan fest just to get some sun because I was so tired of the Utah, and I was making so much money. Um, and my mentor, Steve, let me live at the house for free. So literally my expenses um, when Steve was gone was about 5 to 15 sometimes at the most $20 a day for food. And I was making a lot of money at that point. Um, I mean, making more now, but it was when I was, that's when I was really first started to make like some real money. Um, I don't want to talk too much about that. However, once I got done with like San Diego and all the vegan fest, I went back up to Washington where I grew up and that's where I got into the gold diggers or what I like to say, the leeches. And what I noticed is actually a lot more dudes and just obviously like people have heard of gold diggers before. So you kind of stay away, um, from girls like that and actually, in my whatever my life, right? I, it's uh, what's it called. I've only came across two girls I would say that have talked to me just because I have money. And I mean, you may be thinking, okay, maybe it's because I'm ugly or something like that. I don't think I'm ugly. I don't know, right? Maybe it is, right? Maybe it's just because I'm ugly and people don't like me. Um, but I think it's because I don't flash around. And I don't. Uh, the personality that I have is not to go attract girls like that. Like it's it's just stupid. I, I am friends with more girls, and the re- I'm more friends with more girls now because of this because of what just happened when I went back to Washington after uh, Utah and the Vegan Fest. So I went to Washington. I spent most of my summer there. And again, I grew up with friends. And my friends, uh, this is, yeah, the first year of being out of college. So my friends, this is their first year of getting out of college. Um, they were in high school the year before. And a lot of people who were never friends with me before are now being a little nicer are now asking me for help. And like, I love helping people about selling on Amazon and eBay. I'm willing to help out as much as possible. And so like when people ask me questions like all day, like that's why I respond to every single DM on Instagram um, until the day I can't, just because I, I like helping people out or selling on Amazon. I love like, like, it's kind of funny. Like a lot of people, if you actually meet me in person, um, I'm actually more of an introvert and really, I, I don't like, I'm kind of awkward in social settings. Like, I just don't know really what to talk about. And I'm just more of a quiet person, which kind of seems weird because I've gone on long rants on my YouTube channel. And like when people see me at events, like I'll get on stage and I'll talk nonstop about selling Amazon and eBay and credit and all this good stuff. And then I'll get off stage and then they try to have a conversation with me. 
and then like I'll be like two minutes in the conversation, like I'm kind of like barely talking. But yeah, I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of an introvert. Like, if you ask me questions that are unrelated to business, like I just don't know really what to talk about. So like when people talk, ask me about business and so on Amazon things like that, I really like to get talking. Um, however, right. So I, if someone asks me like questions about eBay, I'm not going to like just ignore them, like just because I'm assuming that they actually want to like do well with it. But I got a lot of people just really wanting me to kind of like just do things for them. So like I'd give them access to my course, and all this good stuff. And then just more people reach out to me and then that, that was fine. Like I definitely want to help out some friends, but they didn't really do anything about it. But then it came to the point I got this one friend who I knew was smart, but he was kind of not the nicest person to me in high school. But I know he's always been hungry for money. And he reached out to me and again, People ask me about selling Amazon, eBay, I'm gonna answer the questions. And then he gets talking more and he really wants to do this and he actually seemed kind of serious. So then I help him out, um, show him how to do these things. And again, this is a high school friend of mine. And then all of a sudden, this guy is calling me every hour of the day. And of course I'm gonna pick up, he's a friend of mine. I'm like, okay. And then what I realize is that, like this guy's trying to do the business there's some, there's a, a very basic question that he asked me about like shipping. He's like, oh yeah, but when I'm doing these labels, like this, this and that, and I'm like, have you gone through the course? Like you have all this information. Like I gave you access to my course, dude. I don't give them access to my course for free. Like many people, like, did you, have you gone through that yet? And he's like, no. I'm like, well, you know what? Like, don't call me every hour of the day if you don't take action and actually learn on the stuff that I gave you. Like you've done nothing for me. I'm doing all this for you. At least give me some respect and actually like do what I say. And then he kind of learned there, but not really. And then he just kept asking a bunch of questions, kept calling me up. I'm like, dude, you know what? I'm, I, I, then I texted him like after him, he called me again. I said, you know what? You're not getting my help anymore. Like I've helped friends before, but I've never felt more disrespected for doing so much for someone. And I was done. And at the same time, I actually uh, had two friends Two friends, and this is a huge, huge mistake. Um, and this is going to lead. This is going to be a, a long podcast, actually. And it's, but I think it's a very deep. Like, there's a lot of things to learn about this, especially if you are young and making money. Like, if if you know anyone that's young and making money, please share this with them because this, like, I wish I understood what I'm about to go like explain to you right now. So I hired a couple of my friends. One friend was a videographer because I'm making YouTube videos, um, stuff like that all the time. And one friend was my best friend since sixth grade. And he was in a frat um, at a school in Washington. It was a big party school. And he, he texted me one day. I was in Utah at this time, actually, because in the summer of 2018, uh, I actually wanted to get away from my friends because everyone was kind of just tearing me up. And I like wanted some space to myself. So I actually uh, went back out to Utah to my mentor Steve's house. And there's uh, by myself for a few days because Steve is always traveling. And my best friend um, texts me and says, hey, bro, um, I want to leave college. And like, I actually, I, I want to I work for you. I was like, oh, interesting. And like this guy, I know he's always been a good dude. And um, so I want to do hard worker in sports. That's for sure. I know there's a lot of things in school that he wasn't really the best at. And I was like, okay. Interesting, because um, I knew at this point I really wanted someone to be like a full-time assistant and do a lot of things, and there's just, there's a lot of stuff I can have him do. So I said, hey, um, if you're serious about this, 
I'll get you a plane ticket to Utah right now, and I'll see you on Utah on Friday. And this was like a Wednesday when he texted me this. And he's like, okay. And then so he got a couple questions, and he was asked to talk to his parents, and then he came down to Utah, helped him with a couple of things, and just kind of talked about what he could do. And he's like, you know what? Okay, I'm done. And actually, Steve, this is a... The, listen, to, listen to your mentors. Listen to people who've gone through things. I'm a mentor, Steve. He's actually a person who's actually... Wow. He, he's gone through some gold diggers. Um, like... Pays 150 grand a year to alimony, just to put that in perspective. Um, so if anyone knows about people leeching off of him, it's him. And uh, Steve got there on Saturday, and Matthew was leaving on Sunday morning, and I think Steve was leaving uh, Monday or something like that. So Matthew and Steve was able to meet each other. I was like, and I texted Steve before, and I was like, hey, Steve, I have a, like, one of my best friends in sixth grade. He wants to work for me. There's this, this, and that. And I, I'm thinking that Steve is going to give him the okay. I know Steve, he left college, but Steve actually, he left college because he couldn't afford it anymore. And we, we got to dinner to this uh, Thai restaurant. And uh, so I'm vegan. And in Utah, I, uh, I was in South Door in Utah. There's not a lot of vegan options. There's one place called Vegan Bowl, which I love that place so much. Um, but it takes like a 25-minute Uber to get there. And it is a bunch of waste of time. But there's about two locations that have like a couple dishes that are vegan and one was at this Thai place that I would get like a pad Thai at with no egg and no meat and just get tofu and it was good and had mango sticky rice and mango stick. Okay, I'm not gonna talk too much about it. I don't want to waste your time. Uh, but the mango sticky rice was good. So we go to this Thai restaurant and, Ma and Matthew's asking questions to Steve and I kind of like, I'm a person I really like to be blunt with things. So I'm like, all right, Steve. So I want you to talk to Matthew. He's thinking about leaving school. I think it makes sense. Um, he's not doing anything in school. He's wasting 20 grand a year off, all in student debt. He's not paying anything at all. Like, do you think it's smart for him to be able to go um, help me out of my business? And Steve, in a very nice way, pretty much tells him that he should stay in college. I was like, and that kind of like, I kind of got shocked for a little bit. I was like, whoa, whoa, what? And I kind of try to convince Steve a little bit. And he's like, okay. But he was pretty like, you know what? If I had to do it, I would just be in college. And, and this was in August of 2018. And I didn't realize it until pretty much a month ago in uh, 2019 of March that Steve was trying to protect me. So I guess Steve really did not like what my best friend had to say. And he, Steve thought he was full of crap. So, but then uh, my friend decides still to drop out of school and decides to work for me. And he starts working for me, and I understand that things can be slow. I was moving down to Vegas at this point, and I get in. And also, at this time, I actually just hired the videographer I talked about before. So I had a videographer that I knew he was just going to film um, YouTube videos for, be done deal. And he, like, he was really excited for it all. And that, that guy, he actually, again, this may sound like, oh, I'm getting all my friends to drop out of school. So my friend was uh, the videographer. He was actually already dropping out of school. Like he was already done. He wasn't going to go to school. He was actually going to go live in Montana where his school, where he left from um, and just live there with like friends. Um, so like I knew he was already gone. So I offered him because I have a lot of, for some weird reason, I have a lot of friends that are videographers. Because I texted three of my friends that are videographers and I said, hey, are you going to school next year? Um, two of them said yes. And the one that didn't say yes is the one that I ended up hiring. Um, so he was hired right before my best friend got hired. And so they both moved down with me in Vegas in August. At this point, I just rented a house because I didn't know what to buy. I've never been down to Vegas. I just know that I wanted to be there because it's sunny and there's no state income tax. So get down there and 
really not productive. And I'm a person like I'll go put in 16 hour days and just be productive and like turn off my phone and just go out and be super productive. And immediately I could definitely tell, but I was like, definitely like at the same time, I was wanting them to succeed because I didn't want them to waste money at school, like all this good stuff. So I was trying to kind of give back. Like I just got done living with my mentor, Steve, and he really helped me out. So I kind of want to help mentor them. Right. And immediately I could tell you, it was kind of rough. Like it was definitely a lot of learning curve. I was like, okay, no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So then months go on and I see a lot of just like disrespect issues, like small things were actually, a. I remember uh, I just got uh, my Tesla in September and uh, I'm in bed. It's like at 1030 at night and they, they knock on my door in my room and they said, Hey Bo, uh, and this, these are my employees that are living with me because part of the deal is I would pay them and then I'd pay for the living expense, all that good stuff. And they're like, Hey Bo, um, can you unlock your car? I'm like, what for? And this is actually, so my friends, they, uh, like I, I don't smoke, I don't drink, none of that stuff. But, uh, my friends, <laughs> they grew up in Western Washington and a lot of people smoke weed. So I knew they just got done smoking weed and they asked me, can I, can you have your keys? Or they didn't say my keys cause my Tesla doesn't have keys. Um, they said, can you unlock the car? I said, uh, what for? And they're like, oh, we just need to go get something out of the car. I'm like, okay, sure. So I unlocked the car from my phone. And then I look on the Tesla app and realize they didn't just get something out of my car. They're driving. And I'm like, these guys just smoked. And they have the balls to go wake me up, ask me to unlock my car. And I'm their, I'm their employer. And to tell me to go drive. And they drive my car without asking me if I can drive my car. They ask if I can unlock my car. Because on the Tesla, you can just drive as long as it's unlocked. And they go to the gas station to get like a stupid jewel or something like that, something to smoke out of. Um, and so then the next day, I'm like, guys, if you do that ever again, I'm sending you back home. Like, that's just disrespectful. Right? It just makes no sense. Because then they didn't get a lot of their work done. And just months go on, and it's November. And the Riley, or sorry, I don't want to say his name, uh, Riley, uh, the videographer, he, uh, hopefully he's not listening. I mean, I don't care if he's listening to this. Hopefully he learned some out of this is, uh, I ended up firing Riley in November, my videographer, because he just wasn't getting his stuff done. Like I would, it doesn't matter if I would, uh, tell him like, Hey, this video needs to get done by Friday. He would either wait till the last minute on Friday or he'll get it done on Saturday. It didn't matter if I tell him, Hey, if you can get the video done in a month, he'll get it done in a month in one day. Didn't matter if he get it done. Like I would say, Hey, can we get this done tomorrow? He'll get it done. Tomorrow, like right at the last minute or right afterwards. It just had a huge priority issue, so I got rid of him. Um, and then I actually had a... Then winter happened, so it was kind of a break. And at this point, Matt... Uh, oh, my... Uh, said his name again. So Matthew, I guess I'm saying the names now. Uh, my employee that was just kind of supposed to be my right-hand man, is he... Uh, he didn't really produce anything. I was paying him, paying for living expenses. It wasn't doing much. And it was just... It was really hard is that I would just like teach him things and he wouldn't really grasp it. And what I started to learn, this is where the story is getting to, I, what I started to learn is that they assumed that since they were working for me, that they should start making more money. Because what I did, I didn't pay them a lot. I paid for the living expenses, uh, Riley 1500 bucks a month. Matthew was working for free for a lot of the time. Um, as he was learning to figure out what he could do, 
um, but then ended up paying Matthew a thousand dollars a month, but plus living expenses. Like, so they were pocketing a thousand dollars, which they ended up go wasting that money. It's like, oh my god, like you guys literally hear me talk about it all day about how to not like they were spending more money than I was, um, and I was making a lot more than that, uh, and that's for sure. But just what I realized that they just expected me to just hand them something, and it didn't take me for a while to get rid of Matthew. I was supposed to be my personal assistant. But wow, after that realization, I saw that someone who used to literally be my best friend, another friend, the videographer was a friend of mine too. Both these people I saw as friends, I never felt more disrespect ever in my life from that. And then once I, once I fired both of them, um, and actually another person ended up living with me who was a friend and it was just bad. Um, so there's a third person that got involved that wasn't working for me, it was just living for me. All these people were there getting attracted to me, talking to more, wanting to be with me because I was making a lot of money. And right then and there, and it was always dudes. Like I was friends with girls and the relationships were the same. I was friends with girls in high school. And that's when I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to stop. Like people that I knew were just my core. Like I have a couple friends of mine that are just like my core and they know who those are and business partners. I was like, I'm not going to do any of that. And you know what? I've never actually realized, like, like I'm friends with a lot of girls. I've never realized, none of them have been trying to be gold diggers. They never try to get anything to me. They don't really, um, like, they'll ask me about my business, but they don't really, like, want to do it. Like, they're not wanting to go, like, sell on Amazon and stuff like that. Like, you know what? I'm just going to be friends with girls. Like, um, I'll keep my close friends and all these other dudes, like, unless they're close with me, I'm not going to, like, talk to them at all. So um, there's that. So what, what I realized, when you start making money, people want to, and if they're working for you, they want to be with you. If they have an employee mindset, they don't understand that the effort and the work that I put in to get to the point where I'm at. So they just see the end result. They just see I'm doing well. They don't even know how, like, I don't even share with people how well I'm doing. So they just see I'm doing well. So they just think that since they're friends with me, since they're now working with me, doing all this stuff, that they're going to be, like, they're living the lifestyle. They can go drive in the Tesla. They can do, like, that's not really lifestyle. I, I drive a Tesla because I like what Elon Musk promotes. Like, I, I could go buy a Ferrari and a Lamborghini and all this stuff. Like, well, it doesn't matter. So they just assume, like, psychologically that since, and they have, an, this is people with employee mindset. They have an employee mindset that they now are with this person and now they can go do that as well. It's not how it works. But that's, that's younger people, right? Typically, young people have that. But it's the same it's not just with my high school friends. It's worse with older people. And I'm not saying more, it's, it, it's the same, like psychologically it's the same. But older people are better at covering it up and better at siphoning out a lot more money. Uh, I'm not gonna name names um, due to, probably will get sued if I name names right now. But I've had some people that I thought were business partners there were people out there for my best interest and have literally stolen, literally committed theft in a illegal way by taking money out of me, promised to do certain things, promised to fulfill certain things, even to some of my students, other things, and were just did not follow up, uh, literally took money. And these are people that I thought were business partners. So, I mean, I had someone I paid to do some marketing for that this person who actually came through a referral from my dad a long time ago that they were like friends with my dad and they were like promised we do all this marketing and we pay them for like marketing. They spent $20,000 in a day and forgot to put a link to the ad. I was promoting like a webinar or something like that and they forgot to put the link to it. And then I try to call them up and I'm like, hey, 
idiots. You guys didn't realize, I, I wouldn't say idiots, like you definitely want to be nice people. Like you didn't put the stupid link in it. Like why are you going to spend $20,000 in a single day and not put a link on the ad? Like, are you nuts? And don't get a call back, hear nothing from them. And that's just like losing $20,000 in that one day. You know, I've, I've lost more um, from st- awful relationships with partnerships. Now I've made a lot of money, done very, very well. Um, but like, I definitely have, uh, some of the relationships that I've started with some people in partnerships, you know, it's, uh, really wish I would have never did. So that's why I want to kind of give you advice. If you are at the point or when you get to the point where you're making money, be very, very, very careful on who you partner with. Assume and be skeptical that people will backstab you. And also what I actually suggest doing don't just get things in writing. Get a lawyer and get people to legally sign documents, all that stuff, and to tell them, like, sign contracts with people. I don't care if they're your friends. I don't care if they're your dad. Okay, I don't care if they're your son. Sign contracts saying, this is what I will fulfill. This is what you will fulfill. These are our agreements. Boom. I really suggest doing that. And have a lawyer that's in your best interest. Um, because, and especially if you're young, like if, I mean, the stuff that I, I, I'm very lucky that I've gone through this stuff because I mean, I've, I'm do very well for myself and I'm so glad I'm, I'm, I came through the, like some of the, the bad things that happen at a young age because the people that have screwed me over, that messed me over is a lot of fuel to the fire that, you know what, the biggest revenge is success because if someone has to screw you over and they're 40, 50, 60 years old, screwing over a 20 year old. They got to be messed up in the head. And you know who loses at the end of the day? Yeah, I could go lose some money. Um, some people have literally stolen hundreds of thousands of dollars from me legally. And well, I'm going to end up suing them. Um, and well, when we're swaying for the right time is they have to live with themselves. Like there's literally a person that, um, I don't know if I really want to share this. It sounds like I do bad things, right? But no, it's just because people I got screwed over from this. It's for that well over six figures um, that on legal papers, I actually signed legal documents on this on legal papers. They legally stole over six figures of money and we're going to end up suing them all get the good stuff. But I told them like, you know what guys, I know you're, you're, you're not sending the money that it's owed to me. I see it's in your bank account. You guys gave me login access to your bank account, but not allowing me to just send the funds. You know what? You guys lose at the end of the day because you have to live with yourself. And I would rather Make money doing the right thing because it's going to pan out in the long term. So the really to recap this, if you're making money, one, don't flaunt it. Right? That's why I really don't flaunt it. That's why I think gold diggers are not really an issue because I don't attract gold diggers. Maybe it's just because I'm ugly. <laughs> Who knows, right? Um, but don't flaunt money. Like make people, like whatever amount of money you're doing, just definitely be low key about it. Second thing is if you are making money, be very, very careful on who you're partnering with. The second thing is that if you're young and you're making money, don't trust a lot of people. Be skeptical. And you'll save a lot of money. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. The feedback has just been tremendous so far. I'm loving it. And I'd love it if you just took the next 30 seconds of your time to do me a quick favor. Please go ahead and leave a five-star rating and drop your number one takeaway 
from this episode inside whatever podcast platform that you're using. This is really just like a virtual pat on the back for me to continue to keep pumping out free content. Thank you so much and see you on the next episode.